What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Triangle. This is your boy, D. And it's your girl, CJ. And has anyone else noticed that it's really weird? We're in a society mm-hmm. where it's okay to call your sexual partner daddy, but you <laughs> wouldn't want your daughter fucking your husband, would you? No. That's weird. Oh my God. Why has no one addressed that? I mean... <laughs> I'm Brandy. What were you reading or watching that made you come out with that shit? This one of those reality shows. Let's not get into my personal life for a second. Let's just. Did somebody ask you to call you call him daddy or something recently? I'm not saying I have not said it. I just realized in the moment it's weird. It's weird. I mean, you know, there's some like different theories on that I can get into because as you know I'm Google but yeah. <laughs> that's a whole hour we're gonna go off topic for a whole hour yes exactly but anyway welcome back and today we are doing our body positivity body love body everything episode um, everything 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 body um we got a lot of love brandy put us together a great outline of all the questions and like inquiries that we got from our listeners and watchers so we're excited to answer them all or as much as we can um i think we gotta agree that it might be a two-part series for this because it's Possibly. a lot i mean because not only i, I kind of want to dive into like of course, plus, but like also being too skinny, also like the men's stuff. Like, I don't think males get enough attention when it comes to body positivity and a few other things. So, um, do we want to just take it away from our first question or? Let's uh, take it away, CJ. Take it away. <laughs> take me away, Let's Calgon. Take it away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, 1992, all the way. All the way. So, um, should we go with the emails we got first? This is a um, good place to start. I feel like you think. Okay. So, are we starting with the email or the screenshots? Oh, we can. You want to do the screenshots? Only, only because the screenshots were more recent. So oh, just, like, okay. I misunderstood that. Okay, we'll go with the screenshots. All right. So, first question was. Um, our our little friend here asking if men men getting surgery like Kanye West allegedly getting liposuction and etc. Would you all date a man that had lipo or plastic surgery or dentures? Dentures is funny. <laughs> I don't think it's a problem. If you need dentures, you need dentures. Like it's not a. I did not mean to laugh at that. You sure did. Both of y'all did. All of y'all going to hell. It's okay. It caught me off guard. It caught me completely off guard. I didn't see that at the I end when I first glanced at that memo. Um, so who who wants to take this first? I feel like like I think if it's believable, if I can look at it and believe it, I don't think it's a problem. Now, when it starts looking unnatural and crazy and weird, if you come out looking like a horse, like Mr. Ed with the dentures, <laughs> that's a problem. But if they're believable. And if you got them screwed into your head, it's even better, like the dental implants. Oh, yeah, they do that. You know, there's what about, a lot of options. What about okay, lipo? What about lipo? Yeah. You okay if, with that? Hey, if it looks natural, then I don't, I don't see what yeah. the problem is. I don't necessarily support it, but if you do it, you do you, Google, yeah. that's on you, and just you and your cash, and as long as you're not hurting yourself, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't see what the problem is. Okay, yeah, I, you know what? Like, body modification in general, I feel like, 
as long as you're not like you said hurting yourself by overdoing it like so i know like everybody has seen those over the top gals who go like 2000 h sizes in their bras like you know what i'm talking about there's a couple of like self-proclaimed models rob is making gestures on the other couch out of the corner of my eye but you know what i mean like i feel like i feel like that's a lot or the lady i can't remember her name but she like tans herself to death basically because oh that lady from germany yes and she that dark skin is like so much prettier okay kudos to her but girl not you can't you're gonna cause yourself cancer like don't do that don't do that like you know what i mean so i think there's a fine line between like doing it for aesthetics because it makes you feel better or doing it for aesthetics that go way past and beyond and i'm sure some of those doctors probably need to get fired for like keep for them to keep doing it to these people like it's gotta be some kind of law against that like it's just taking that money taking that money that's what i'm saying that's that's (laughs) another part of this whole thing right because the doctors who are in it for the money aren't really saying no this is not healthy for you you shouldn't do it like people fly out to other countries to get weird things yeah. injected or or even the lipo situation like because it's cheaper somewhere else and they don't have the proper equipment and they use something that they're not supposed to to vacuum that sucker out people are like dying on the table like so i guess if you're gonna do it do it right if you can't afford it then look for other options or save up I know it's yeah. not. An, an, yeah. I think of it like as more as like just to wrap up that before we go to the next thing. Mm-hmm. I think of it as like a last resort. So if you've exhausted all your other healthier options, and it's like to lose this last little bit or to jumpstart maybe something else, I have to get A B C done. You know, do you? I would never tell somebody, "Well, I can't send you a set of chompers." Like he said, as long as they're not looking like crazy, I don't. <laughs> Snap on a smile. Like, you ever seen that shit? Snap That's crazy shit. Snap on a smile. Snap on a smile. Terrible. That was terrible. Um, second part question from him was that uh, how about tattoos in the workplace and professional settings? Do you guys have tattoos? I have four. What about you, Randy? In my head, I have like 13. Okay, so like, <laughs> no, seriously, like, I'm with you, Brandy. In my head, I have like 40, and everybody assumes that I have like a million tattoos because of the way I dress and act. I do not have any yet. Um, <clears throat> last time I planned on doing my tats, like, I was pregnant, and then ever since then, I haven't like had a chance to go get them. Which is- yeah, in my head, I still want this really cool dragon on my back. I mean, or I want the phases of the moon. Like, I haven't laid out what I want, but. I've never felt a way about doing tattoos in any uh, professional setting. I, to me, it would not make me look at them as less than because you're a judge or a doctor or a librarian or whatever because you have tattoos on your neck or whatever. I don't care. I think the thing that gets me is I'm not a fan of tattoos all on the face. Yeah. But yeah. like neck down, I don't care. I, I don't. I don't feel a way about it. Somebody's TV on. Somebody sounds as loud as hell. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Somebody um, got something in the background. Somebody got somebody in the background. Is it D? Is it your kids? D? Yell at them. It's witch hunt time. No, everyone's quiet over here. What is that sound? Oh my god! Oh my god! 
Are we starting what is the it? episode now? Is this what does it sound like? I don't, I don't hear anything. Like it children. People talking. Oh my yes. God. We're all silent. Nobody is fucking talking. Oh my God, it's stopped school. after we mentioned it. I'm through. Oh my God. It was. Maybe, you guys are weird. Maybe I'm just picking up something in my mind. How did we hear it, but you didn't hear that? I didn't hear a thing. Room, that's why. <laughs> that's don't why. be saying no shit like that. We're going to see him just be like, the black background is really a curtain that's just gonna pull him off. <laughs> right, some hands come out and just snatch Oh my god, out. like in Constantine when she goes through the walls. Oh my god, yeah. Oh shit. Oh I'm sorry. Anyway, um, and also listeners, if you heard it, let us know what you heard because I feel like I, they were really talking through there the it is. Yeah, I heard it. Look at D. That? Mm-hmm. Yeah! That's the TV? He don't know. You got... No. Was that the kids just talking? There was a kid talking a second ago, but no. not talking. Look at D. <laughs> anyway. No. <laughs> anyway. So, the ta- so D, like, are your tattoos visible? No, I have all my tattoos above the shirt oh, line, so you can't see them with a t-shirt. I did do that on purpose. Okay. I, got, I haven't gotten any. I think the most recent mm-hmm. tattoo I got, I was 18 years old. Oh, okay. The most recent. Wow. So, I wanted them, because you, you know how it. The times have changed in between, you know, we the time that we entered the workplace and now. I feel it's a lot more accepting, especially here in Vegas. Oh yeah. It's not as crazy. Especially where I work. My, my particular hotel, they're known for being more progressive when it comes to stuff like that. So Yeah, but when I was younger, I purposely did that because I didn't know how it was gonna be where I could, you know, wear a polo and show up to work and nobody would have to know anything. Yeah, know? that's crazy. It is more progressive now. I think like tattoos are a little more, little bit more legit and accepted in places that are more modern in style, yeah. like workplaces. Like my brother has sleeves, a chest piece, and everything. Also, he's the CEO, so it doesn't matter. But my computer looks like you will say something to him. <laughs> okay, what did she say? What? <laughs> what happened? The Wait, listeners saw her off to the side. We gotta find <laughs> my computer really quick. Oh, okay, but like I just. I feel like it doesn't really matter as much for the up and coming companies and, you know, companies who like decided to swing the new in the new like visions of like the late 2000s. Like I feel like old school corporate places with old school guys that are still like in charge are probably going to have something to say about it. But When you get to like maybe our age or people that are like into their like mid 40s, even 50s. Maybe. They have a totally different outlook. Yeah, That's like a completely different outlook. You're right. because And I find, depending on, like, now that I work a million jobs, mm-hmm. I find that depending on where I'm working, I almost prefer you to have a more exaggerated look, as odd as that may sound. So me being in kind of like a night lounge industry now, I like that the bartenders have their gates and their statues everywhere. It just fits the scene. So to me, it mm-hmm. kind of makes sense that you're looking like you're representing what the place is about. And I think as far as like professionalism, that's probably getting more into like an image of what are we trying to represent? And there are certain places that don't want to be represented in that way as far as tattoos. I don't look at tattoos as like a negative thing. Um, I got a homegirl that she always talks about when she gets married because she has a lot of tattoos. When she gets married, she wants to cover them up because she just wants a clean look for the wedding. Mm. She loves tattoos. But she wants a clean look for the wedding. So I'm like, I can do that. And I think some people, how they run their business, that's how it is too. Clean, streamlined look. 
and you kind of want a one band, one sound, everybody. You can't do that when I got a tiger on my neck and, you know, my gauge earrings. That's true. No, that's true because it depends on the atmosphere, I guess. Like if you were like going to some posh ass like hotel and you wanted to work somewhere that was like five star in France, I really doubt that they'd be okay with somebody with a whole sleeve. Like that sucks. I think that it would be awesome if everybody was accepted the way that they were but you know that's not the reality of things so it's kind of odd like so to answer the question of the triangle we're with the shits yes tattoos (laughs) love the tattoos love them um next question how do you view the term hourglass pair apple banana vice versa i've never heard of banana I don't banana i think they they meant to say like straight but like so it's hourglass pear shaped apple shaped and re- the rectangular is usually called newspaper shape newspaper mm-hmm. well that's not offensive <laughs> that's not cute bitch you well, build like a newspaper that's fine well, <laughs> or like a hershey's bar is what they say a rectangle is what it is. So. I'd rather hear Hershey's bar than you. Okay, well, Hershey's <laughs> bar. Um, I actually, I actually had to teach this to a bunch of groups of girls when I was working at uh, my last company, which happened to be a plus size ladies clothing store. And those of you who are listening from my my uh, background knows about it, but banana I've never heard of. I don't know what the is it like slender and tall? I guess yeah, it has to be if we're thinking about. Since we're comparing women's bodies to fruit, it has to be that. Nothing else. Something like that. Hold on one second. I'm going to pause real quick because. Okay, we're back. (laughs) Sorry about that, guys. Our sound was coming from somewhere. We don't know what it was, but we think that D has ghosts. That's what that is. But, anyways, to pick back up where we were at so, body shapes. um, I'm not really sure what the question means. Like, She's asking, how do you view the terms, I guess? Um, I don't think it's an issue. Although when I taught it at my com- my old company, we used to use the term hoax. It's H-O-A-X to describe my fake. No. Well, yes, that's what it spells. That's really weird. But <laughs> the H would be considered the Hershey's bar. The O, the apple. The A would be the pear shape. Both... Um, up and down like this and inverted too because some people are the other way around so the pear shape goes two different ways because you could be heavy heavy on top like this small on the bottom or heavy on the bottom just all hips and smaller on top you know what i mean and then the x would be the hourglass shape i personally do not have a problem with it um i don't know if it's because i was in the industry so long so that is just the term that we use i don't find it offensive at all but i don't know what do you guys think like i think if i think long enough on it it offends me (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) like everything else offends everybody now everybody just give it time and i can make it i um i don't see a problem with it because i thought those terms were created to help people um dress their body better but then i'm torn with that too because i'm torn between follow a chart to help you know, best with your shape, which I do feel like works. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also like, where the fuck do you want to wear? It does. It does. Like, 
Also, the thing is that not everybody falls into those shapes exactly. And that was the hardest thing to teach people is like, you can have a pretty rectangular shape, but still have boobs. You know what I mean? Or you can be pretty rectangular and then like kind of have hips. And it it's not a one size fit all. It kind of is like a place you can gauge what type of body shape you have and then go from there. And I think everybody tries to fit themselves into like one size, one type or another. And that's why it gets so crazy. It's just like women, especially who are like, I'm a size 10. I will not buy anything else that's not a size 10. When in reality, all size 10s are made differently depending on the brand and the store and all, all the places that you go to. So um, in conclusion, I think the, the terms aren't that great aren't that derogatory at all actually i'm okay with it like i don't even think guys use those terms right d because they don't you guys are just straight up and down <laughs> it's uh they do have terms it's like uh i forgot what it is but it's like one is a triangle it's like isomorph mesomorph it's like different categories mm -hmm. so there's an inverted triangle which i guess would be like the pair just on oh, the upper like body the where shoulders right broad shoulders right. and narrow torso mm -hmm. and then there's people that have broad shoulders and their waist is just as broad as their shoulder so they're more of like the Hershey bar. Yeah, like a Hershey bar, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And then there's one where it's like round. So you have more of a round, rounded. But they would be the Hershey bar nut. Ah. <laughs> 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 I can't stand it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Um, oh, this is the same question. Okay, let's see. So this, I think, was really great. I think we touched on it earlier. I wanted to save it for this. Um, they wanted to know if body positivity, whether or not it silently condones obesity versus being healthy in the size that you're in. Because not everybody's meant to be a size zero, but everybody isn't meant to be on my 600 pound. I'm going to tell you like my grandma told me, it's all about your knees. If you see somebody and they they skinny and they got big ass knees, mm -hmm. like their knees is wider than their thigh, they're supposed to be heavy set. I bet you they're on a real strict diet. They're probably doing keto or some other shit they got the business doing. Took it overboard. Now you're looking crazy with extra big ass knees. And the knees is designed to carry that weight. That's why that's really good. Ass. That's what happened to me when I when I was a kid. I look at pictures of myself, uh -huh. and there were pictures where my knees were wider than my thighs. Oh. That was a problem. He it was a serious was problem. problem. And then when I hit puberty, I just put on the weight, and then there you go. My knees are. I have the best knees ever. They're designed. For me. Okay. You got the Then for me. No, I'm just fucking around. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> thing, just, <laughs> no, I get that know, though. I honestly think that there are people that are big, have a big frame, there are people that are, have smaller frames. And I think okay. that, you know, if you're a heavy set and as long as you're healthy, I don't see what the problem is. But if it's where your purpose of gaining weight to look like somebody that's actually carrying the weight in a healthy way, that's a problem. You're fucking up your own arteries, trying to follow after somebody else's look. Mm. It's all in being comfortable with who you are. If you're healthy and you're eating the stuff that you're supposed to be eating, and you're getting your exercise, and you just happen to be a lot skinnier than everybody else, exactly, you should be okay with that. If you want to get bulky, try building muscle. Put on a little bit of fat if you want to, but don't get crazy trying to be a plus size model when you have no business doing stuff. And then that gets even crazy. That gets even crazier when you're dealing with like um, the colored community, uh, where <laughs> I'm sorry, saying colored. Um, when you're dealing with you being in a healthy way, you're going to say you're skinny. Or they're, pro you know, promoting and praising you for having more meat on your bones if you're, like, down south. Because I really noticed the difference between me being up here gaining, losing weight in Ohio versus Florida, where I 
got really small and then it was like, oh my God, I'm so big. Like, no, this is actually okay for me to be this size. I don't have, I don't need a sandwich. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, I mean, I move, but I don't. So that, that's rough too. It's, yeah, like, um, along the lines of healthiness, too. Like, somebody jokes that, you know, the memes and, like, the jokes about being Oprah skinny because your head is too big versus your body. Like, you're not, it's not balanced at all. It's right. kind of, like, knee situation from grandma. Like, I feel like everybody has a body frame that they're supposed to kind of be around. And if you go too extreme, then you're, like not gonna look right either i don't i don't know it's a very tough thing because like you can be like six seven and you know real a size five but you can also be like a size five at five two and that that would be two completely different weights but because everybody puts so much pressure on scales and numbers and stuff like that like a size a size 12 is a like a variety of freaking shapes you know what i mean mm -hmm. If you can be a size 12 and just be top heavy and skinny all over, you can be a size 12 and chubby all over. You can be a size 12 and be like a volleyball player. And that's why you're a size 12. But you're, you know, if you were shorter, you'd be considered like a size six. You know what I'm saying? So it just like depends on the, the fashion industry doesn't help. I will say that because you got people who are size 12s that are considered extra plus size. Like, you know what plus size is in the fashion industry? It's a size it? eight and ten typically. I was gonna say an eight. Oh my god, I'm plus size. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, if you went to a eight, eight size, oh, they would they would put you in the plus size section. That's crazy. But you know another yeah. problem is everything is not represented. So when yeah. you only have one image of one thing, it's it very frustrating for people that are like that you post that size because you just got everybody else telling you what you're supposed to be and not supposed to be. When everybody minds their goddamn business, <laughs> their own body, and how they look, that's when all this shit will stop. When you're worrying about yourself, minding the business that page, I don't have the time to worry about who needs a sandwich and who needs to push back the plate. Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's a little weird. And I think the older generation kind of caters to... Um, I guess what was what we would consider European European beauty standards, and that's why it was the way it was. You know what I mean? It's the same reason why old old grandmas and nannies sometimes would be like, "You need to straighten your hair, girl, before you go out." Like, you know, same thing with that. Like, and then some people were asking about that. So I think, yeah, I think there was. I think we should go to the email because I think a lot of this stuff is in those questions that they had. Um, oh, here's a good one. Have you ever oh, or did you rate people on a one to ten scale and what would you rate yourself? Intense. Have, have we what? Would you would you would you rate yourself on a one to ten scale and how do you ever rate other people on a one to ten scale? I guess one being is this with five being average or five guess, being like fifty percent like a half like a school? Like no <laughs> Five being average, ten being a dime piece. You know, you know the drill. Okay. Okay, so okay. This is very hot or not dot com. Right. Very. It's an interesting story. Like, do you do that to other people that you meet? I uh, no, only people ask me because some people always ask, yeah. oh, "What do you think between one to ten? And so then, yeah, you stated yeah. at that time, but it's nothing that I go around doing. No. Or that I'm even cognizant of that. Like, I just, yeah, I've never had. I don't do that myself. Yeah, if someone asks, I'll definitely answer, but I've never been like, 
I'm dating Rick. He's a seven. Uh, no. What about for yourself? For um, myself, for sure. I, I people have asked me uh, what, like, what I thought of myself. That's what they're asking. What would I you? rated myself. When someone asked me that, it was a different day and age. I gave myself a seven and a half. What would you do today? Huh? What today? about today? Uh, probably a six and a half because I don't give a fuck. Like, I just let shit go and I don't care. What? A six like, and a half? Fuck it. Fuck yeah, probably six and a half. If I'm dressed up, I'd go back to seven and a half. Maybe. If I'm, if I'm with, a, like with a fresh a cut, I might be an eight. Not what? with a fresh cut. Fresh cut, I'm an eight. I'm so through with you. Fresh not- cut, and I'm like dehydrated, I'm looking good. Like. Uh, no, if I'm an eight, you are an eight. Okay. Damn. Really? You Damn. guys make yourself eight? Yeah, eight. Damn. What about you? Uh, nigga, I'm a dime piece. You better give me oh, a 10 shit. plus. <laughs> shit, oh, get the shit. hell out of here. <laughs> I like it. Okay, I Rob, like it. Rob I don't know why you're laughing. Nigga, you with me. I don't understand. Uh, look, Rob in a, a TV hell. <laughs> <laughs> Rob in a show. He should be over there screaming a 20. I don't know what he laughing if for. We're going off a scale of reading. I, the first thing I do, because there has to be like a scientist, right? Uh-huh. This was really going to be like a scientific peer voted thing mm-hmm. there is such a thing as being agreeably attracted and people being attracted to uh certain features in a woman and symmetry and all the rest of that shit mm-hmm. so if i'm going off the lines of that i will give myself an eight really so i'm just going off my own shit and i'll say yeah i'm like a 20 because it's right well see that's the thing that scientific shit do you know what it's based on no, isn't it like measurements of your bone structure it's some measurements weird shit? on white women though so it's not even for us well, also, we got our own shit going on. It's completely different. The symmetry that they use was pretty, it was like, nine, I, I think it was 98% white women that they use. That makes sense. Yeah. And so that, I mean, we can't even go off of that because it wasn't made for us, dude. Like, it's crazy. But who, who is coming up with the, who's coming up with the formula? Who knows the magic formula? A crazy person. A crazy person. Because, I mean, honestly. A crazy Possibly, and this is a shot, Caucasian person. <laughs> Just a shot in the dark. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. I mean, it's, what I'm saying, because it's subjective, it's so subjective. It just depends on who you're talking to. It really to. is. It really you know is. I, mean? I think I told you on one of my other uh, episodes that, like, me and one of my girls that I hang out with, we, like, would never fight over guys because when we went out to drink or chill, like she had a completely different taste than I did. You know, oh, what I just thought about something. Do you ever feel like, do you ever feel like, man, am I not the number I thought I was depending on who like rolls up on you? Oh girl. You would be like, wait a minute. Me. <laughs> like, or <laughs> what, why did you think this was about? Why did you think you had a shot? Um, I don't think it's me. I think it's the other person who thinks <laughs> that they're not trash. So <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. And people, uh, like I said, and like you guys said, like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So, you know, like I can be screaming that I'm a 20 and somebody can be like, girl, you are like a four. What are you talking about? Like, it's you know whoever right so you know like to somebody somebody is out there looking for that dude that tried to holler at y'all who wasn't about it i will never forget when i was at the e-club in okinawa 
the e-club the e-club on foster oh yeah and (laughs) i was sitting on one of the uh the bar stools at the table and this dude came over to try to holler i turned around and didn't see him because he was like kevin hart standing yeah and i I was he was a motorboat he was uh, already he was like right there Tried to tell a story, D. Damn Sorry. It. <laughs> but no, like, you know what I mean? And at that point, because of what my standards were, by the way, I was like 17, 18, guys, so don't judge me. But I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, there's no way. There's no way that this is happening. So, like, I'm sure eventually he found love somewhere, like Rihanna, and <laughs> was in a great place. And you probably got like 10 kids, whatever. But you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's in the eye of the beholder. So it kind of makes it kind of hard to rate people. I mean, it becomes your own standard, right? Because look, listen, that was a great Miss America answer. Yeah. But the end of the day, <laughs> it's almost like the sensitive topic of when people are mentioning ugly babies. Which I would never call a baby ugly. But we all know people out there, especially the old <laughs> and we'll call a baby ugly. We'll say, oh, bless his heart, also known as you ugly. There's some ugly-ass babies. They, they don't stay that, ugly, though. That's the thing. And here's my thing. There's, there are things in people that are agreeably attractive, and then there's agreeably unattractive. You <laughs> vote on somebody, and you're going to get maybe six or seven of them being like, yeah, or six or seven of them being like, nah. And there's some shit to that. So I'm not saying what you said ain't true, CJ. I'm just saying there's, there's a scale. It's not a fair one, but there's a scale. I guess. And I mean, you also have to take into consideration cult, the culture behind it, too, like your yeah. upbringing, on what you think is attractive, what you've been brainwashed to think is attractive. Ooh, say that. For instance, I remember, I forgot who the celebrities were. It was two celebrities that went to go help in the Amazon or something. And they were like some good looking celebrities. I can't remember who they were, but when they got there, the villagers made a comment like, oh, I'm so happy they came to help us out, but they are ugly as fuck. Everybody kept talking about how ugly they were. Because in their culture, people who look like them are ugly. But today, well, that's true. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They have a whole different standard. So it's like a lot of uh, places in Africa still consider women that are bigger most beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Remember that movie, Fat Girls, with uh, Monique in it? Remember that? Remember all the princes going after all the big girls? Like <laughs> it's like that in different places, even in some parts of Asia too. So like. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think mainstream is hard to gauge because it fluctuates by era. And I think yeah. somebody asked about that. Wait, I can't speak up. I can't hear you, Brandy. Oh, I was saying, that's, I have never heard that before. Things <laughs> I've never heard before. Speak up, Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just like, you sounded like you were like dying off the speaker. I don't know what happened. You're No, is that better? Is that better? Oh, God. <laughs> I think it's the fan on your laptop or something, probably. Um, oh, this is a great question. What parts, if any, of your body are you insecure about? Or if you are no longer insecure about it, how did you get to that point? You got a couple. I got a couple. Y'all got a couple? So when I was younger, uh-huh. I had my hugest insecurity was my ass. What? Because it was big and a lot of, it was mainly black women, like black girls used to always comment on my ass. They used to always make Padonkadonk jokes about me. Like, hey, dude, you got a fat ass. And they used to always snap that? my 
class doing shit. It was just embarrassing. It was embarrassing, especially in middle never, school. It was so bad. Rob you said you remember that? I said I don't, and I just wow. Yeah, it was it, like it was more funny. Like they were like poking fun at me versus I like I was insecure about it. But on, it was always on my mind. Like damn, I wish my I ass mean, was but like, now that's a <laughs> ain't it? I mean, no pun well, intended. My ass but... got flat. So you see what happens when you you know be careful. Oh, what you wish for. No more. Huh? I said, you don't have a cakes no more? No more decals? Nah, nah. It's like when I was when I was younger, my <laughs> ass stuck out. My stomach was flat. Now that I'm over 30, my stomach sticks out. My ass Stop. is flat. I don't know what happened. It like flipped. It reversed. On I, me, can't but, yeah. I can't stand But no, now, now oh. it's my eyes. So me and my family, y'all get it from my dad's side. We have like heavy bags. Mm-hmm. You can't see it because the lights, but we look like some damn raccoons. Like my whole family. Like, we all have like <laughs> Heavy dark that Mediterranean shit. I don't know what the fuck they call it. Yeah, we have we all have that. Oh, okay. And my grandma is the damn ringleader. She's like Captain <laughs> Raccoon. I swear, no. it's bad. we all look just like her. Um, heavy, heavy bags. You know, people get tattoos for that to like get rid of for their bags. Like the darker, because the bags turn like darker as you get older. Mm-hmm. So they tattoo the flesh color into it, and you can get rid of it. I know. I know CJ's tidbit for the day. <laughs> I saw they had something where they pump fat into underneath your eye, which I thought would make it worse. I but thought they say that... no; it's, it like smoothens it out for some whatever reason. I don't know. That's really crazy. And it's, it's to the point to where people have stopped me in the mall before to sell me cream. Like that's how bad it is. Really? <laughs> oh my god, bruh, bruh. Yeah, Sorry, I'm laughing at the ridiculousness of it and the boldness of these people. <laughs> and you know what? You know what thing was even crazier about the story? I what? just I stopped and talked to the lady who stopped me. She was like, "You can change one thing about your face. What uh-huh. would it be?" I was like, "These fucking bags." She was like, "Exactly. Come with me. I'm gonna show you some cream." <laughs> so I was like, "Damn!" So then we get to chit chat, and guess what? She starts asking me where I'm from, and I was like, oh, "I'm kind of from Vegas, but you know, I grew up in other places." And she's like, "Oh, well, where else?" I was like, well, I spent a little time overseas. She's like, well, where overseas? I was like, Okinawa. She's like, oh, I used to live there. She's oh, like, yeah. Went, I went to Kadena High School. I was like, shut up. So, yeah, <laughs> I ended up buying some ice cream from a former Panther. <laughs> Go, Panthers. Go Panthers. Go Panthers. You? What about you, Brandy? Do you have, like, still insecurities now or from I mean, the past? Come on. <laughs> have you seen my IG? Come on. <laughs> I'm pretty good right now. You know what? I can't. Have you seen my IG? Have you seen my IG? You tell me. You tell, you tell me. me. Look at my IG. And you tell me if I can. <laughs> okay. So I probably got a little trying to consolidate it, but I had a moment before we even got started because I got some weird shit going on with my skin right now. Mm-hmm. But watching this on YouTube, I had like some like weird vitiligo shit about to happen, which oh, I'm yeah. really okay with. Like those lighter spots don't go away. I really don't give a fuck. Um, but before we started recording, I was like looking, I was like, hmm, my skin's looking mad uneven. I was like, I should probably put on some makeup. And I was like, I ain't wore makeup all day. No, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. I'm making out like this all day. So I have what I'm man, dab on these Oh my right? god. I have moments like everybody, but I've spent years of not liking certain things about myself. Like I have size eleven flat feet. I have huge hands. Me and too. I'm five and a half. So the women. I got reverse. My dad told me I got bitch hands. 
<laughs> he said that. He was like, why the fuck is your hand so damn small? He, he asked me that. And he was like, let me see your hand. He put his hand up. His hand was like this to mine. He's like, you got bitch hands. Why are your hands so small? Oh, no. He said, you, you got Patton Oswalt hands. I Which is crazy because they expect, you know, that's going back to the standard. Men to have all the bigger features and having huge feet as a woman and you're not model side because you can get away with it if you're like 6'2 and a model. Because I'm like, I'm pretty sure Giselle and Tyra and all the rest of you have large feet, large hands, whatever. Um, and then when you're like way under that and five, whopping five, five and a half, um, not the case. So I remember like trying to wear shoes that were smaller, like trying not to let my feet get that big. And I can't have the new case with an 11. Like Cinderella's stepsisters looking at Oh my ass. God, yes. Put <laughs> <laughs> like this in there. I'm surprised my toes really aren't like throwing gang signs. Like thank God. Not throwing gang signs. They're not overlapped because I could never wear all the strappy heels that I love now. But I don't care now. But as a kid, I noticed that people pick on you and make you feel bad about like my gap. I've never had a problem with my gap. Other people had a problem with my gap. And right. then I started making a problem. Or as a lot of black women know, especially as undeniably black women, no shade because I love CJ. Um, the the whole good hair thing and the image with that. And having a mom who really didn't do my hair like that, then I was wearing braids for the longest, shout out to Moesha. And then I remember getting into weeds and stuff myself. And feeling like me with like straight hair in the middle part was the only way to be acceptable, cute, and pretty. That's what I'm getting the most reactions from. I like this feeling I'm getting when people are like liking this MySpace picture. So let me just keep my hair like this. Is that what happened to you in the 11th grade? Oh my God. That's Brandy <laughs> turned into a that's whole when the glow up happened. another chick. What oh she my like? God. Just no, all of she was just this social butterfly all of a sudden. She was playing manhunt outside in Jennings. I love <laughs> I was okay, fun side for the audience. I was playing like hide and seek and shit for like 16, 17. Right. <laughs> and I remember my mom, my mom took me to get my eyebrows done when I was about 16 or 17. My dad wasn't with it. She, you remember all those shoes she got me? She started making me wear heels. She bought you 20 pairs of the same color <laughs> shoe. <laughs> pairs of what? I, was, I remember that. I there were all like, brown boots. All boots. Like, but different types. Boots. Like different shapes, sizes, like flat tip, point tip, brown uh -huh. tip. All these boots. I had the, not the Manolos, the Manonos. <laughs> they were pink. They were pink. But anyway, uh, I guess my mom was just sick of me kind of being not as girly as was expected. So then she made the mistake of letting these eyebrows get groomed and I was like, got a right bra on me. I was like, bitch, I'm cute. And then <laughs> it was like overnight, though. And then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she wanted to go hang out with me on day two. She never, I don't want to go out of stair and play man hot. Oh. And she's like, I got my eyebrows done. Let's go, D. Fucking Let's Roxanne was born, huh? Right? Roxanne was born. Exactly. Roxanne was born. Fucking Roxanne. Fucking Roxanne. That's crazy. I don't know. But, those were my insecurities, but I'm, I don't give a shit about that. Shit. Mine, mine was like crazy because I grew up in Japan. And so my, for those of you who don't know, I'm half Okinawan. Uh, my mom is a size two petite. Um, even at her largest, she was probably like a size seven or nine. And that's not even large. That's like the weirdest thing to say. But like being on in a place where everybody is absolutely like between 
I don't know, 411 to 5'2", 5'3", and then a size zero, double zero, all the way to like a size four is crazy when you're five, almost eight, like five, seven, five, eight. I'm right in between that. And then I'm size like, I think at my largest, I was like a size 20 something. So that was like crazy. You know what I mean? Like, damn, for real? Yeah, I know, I know. And I don't know if it was because I was wearing baggier stuff too. That could have been I'm I mean Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and whatnot. But I mean I'm I'm steady like floating between a size twelve and sixteen, depending on the brand and whatever. So and that's where I'm at right now. But I was I don't know if you guys remember this, but I absolutely despised like showing my arms. Like you would not catch me in this outfit back in Oki, I wore hoodies all summer long in the 2,000 degrees that we were in. <laughs> in the humidity. How the fuck did you humidity. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't melt away to begin with. Um, I wore no dresses, no skirts, absolutely hated my legs. Like I, you could say I was like the epitome of all the plus size girls growing up hating their bodies to be honest like it's even crazier that I even wanted to be on stage to dance with y'all and I think a, like now hindsight is a bitch 2020 vision a lot of the times dancing with the guys was probably my way of not having to wear the shit that Brandy and Valerie oh. were wearing you know yeah. what I mean right right yeah. so uh, like whether it was conscious or unconsciously like you ha you guys never saw this these yellow shoulders were fucking put away like <laughs> you well, know what I'm saying like, about it and she's right even that picture I, I showed she in a, yeah. I'm in a hoodie yeah yeah and it's it's with, crazy. With a hat. yeah with a hat those visors were the shit <laughs> like, they were hard. those visors were hard with the like, goggles yeah, like, you guys, like, I think I remember Brandy's, like, I went to visit her in Nebraska, and I was in, like, wedges or heels or something. You were like, never seen you wear those before. I was like, this is not CJ. <laughs> You're a doppelganger, but this but, ain't her. But, but you know what I mean? So I'm gonna play it cool. <laughs> and that's also the reason why I wanted to get into fashion when I got here, because I realized that there's, like, no one out there doing a whole bunch of plus size. I mean, there's more now. But even like as a stylist, there's not very many plus size like stylists that are just for plus size. And like reading articles like earlier today where people are talking about uh, designers who don't make things for plus size women. Girl, I cannot tell you how many times like a, a prominent designer would be like, we're putting out a plus size line and you go, they use the same colors, but they're all potato sacks. Like, or can we just like stop saying plus size? And I know it's probably not my place because I'm not considered plus size. Probably. No, bitch, you're not. <laughs> plus size is right, exactly. But the fashion industry says I'm plus size, ho. You confirmed it earlier. Well, well, so the, I'm, well I'm, I'm one of you. I'm one of you. Who said I'm not a bottle? Check my IG, ho, and then tell me I'm not a model. <laughs> So here's the thing. Most no, plus size women don't mind the term plus size. We actually don't even mind the, ter mind the term fat. We don't care if you call us chubby, thick, whatever it is, we don't care. The problem is when you use the words in a derogatory way, it's just the same way as calling somebody. When, when other black people call you black, you know that they're calling you nigga, right? Like with an E-R. When other black people call you, you black, you being black. That's their way oh, of calling yeah. you 
nigga with an ER. Black and too black. Yeah. Right. I thought it was like when somebody seriously calls you ghetto. But you know, that's that's gonna be about to get into something. <laughs> but the issue the issue is is I think Brandy touched on it before when we talked about it is like you were saying people think that it's like brave to be confident if you're plus size or brave like to be no, able to wear a dress. No, where she was like everybody if you don't know Lizzo you're under a rock right now. <laughs> for real. For years but she's fine and being a bigger undeniably black woman everyone's always I've noticed in the comments and it always starts off with I love her confidence and I love her this and that. And I'm like, y'all don't be saying the same shit about Rihanna, Beyonce, Kim Kardashian. The first thing out your mouth is, I love Beyonce's confidence or I love Rihanna's. No. So I'm like, why do it to the big girl? I don't like that shit. Well, that's because society already kind of preordained the whole what's like acceptable, what's not acceptable when it comes to people who are in the limelight. And so if you're a certain size or a certain color or a certain aesthetic um, that doesn't fit the mold, then you're being brave. It's, it's, it's really weird to me because I- As if they wouldn't do it themselves. Like, oh, wow, no. I look like that. I wouldn't step out in front of the camera. Right. That's how I feel about it. Or like I've had somebody say, and I'm, it was one of them things where, you know, you hear somebody say, you're like, did you really just say that shit? And <laughs> when I wear my hair natural, and then it's always somebody who is not of color. Mm -hmm. They're just, oh, you know, I can't stand when my hair gets that frizzy, but it's still on my bitch. I cannot. What Girl, listen, what do you mean? Let me tell I, you I, how I, I, I correct people with that. I most recent one as a at the grocery store this girl that was helping me check out was like oh my god this humidity is making my hair frizzy and and curly girl she barely had a 1b wave in her hair like no girl you just need a little bit of mousse or gel you'd be good like I can't that's that's not I, I don't I can't stop yeah, telling me your curly problems because your hair is not curly if it's not like, curly frizzy is not the same as curly then linking it back to image y'all did y'all see because i think you reposted i reposted it too that cartoon that cursed the little princess girl and took away her beauty and then <gasps> yes. made her hair frizzier yes she's white but then her hair was straight i'm like and this is what we're giving to fucking kids it's mm -hmm. so not like that person but i'm like it's 2019 you know i don't give a fuck what year <laughs> it is if that shit shouldn't happen at all like at all it's a it's a weird place to be like out of what society calls like beautiful or whatever and the standards that they have on on the celebrities people who are famous is like ridiculous you know what i mean and people try to aspire to do that and they're making themselves sick or hurting themselves trying to do all of that i don't know what the deal is with that like i can never do but that. at the end of the day what is it all for them? What is it all for at the end of the day? It's for somebody else. It is, which is crazy. It really is. When you look at it, it's for somebody else. And that's the fucked up part about it because you are spending thousands and thousands of dollars to look a certain way for a motherfucker that you, these motherfuckers probably don't even give a fuck. That's the crazy part. They probably don't give a shit. But you, it's crazy how much we're taught to um, just bow down for other people. Like we're, we're taught to make sure that we're Make sure you're presentable. Make sure you make sure that we're looking okay. 
for somebody else to judge. Like I when you go to work you every this. day, when you have an interview, they judge you based on the way you look. I understand it to an extent. You know what yeah. I mean? You want somebody who's professional who can handle themselves in a professional way, representing your business or whatever. But I feel like sometimes it can just be a little too much. It is because, and, and, you know, when you work at a place that I worked at where um, we served girls who were size, I think they recently, the last couple of years started size double zero, which is a size 10 because size 10, 12, size a double zero at this company is considered a size 10, 12 ish. Um, It's like a large typically like, here's the thing. So, cause I've been in here too. When you're a, Brandy probably knows this because she's like, you're like an 810, aren't you? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get down to a 10. I'd like to give myself a solid 12. Solid 12. Okay, so, but if you're like a 10, 12, um, you're like the largest in regular clothing, straight sizes when you go to places like Express, right? Mm-hmm. Like in store. But when you go to plus size, you're not big enough to fit some of their plus size clothing so you can't really find shit there either in a lot of plus size clothing stores so the company i guess i could say it because it's positive it's torrid they created a double zero where it's like a 10 12 smaller fit size than a regular 12 which used to be a zero i'm at a steady zero which is like towards 12 sometimes 14 ish size but like for people who come into stores like that it's it was really crazy watching like young girls with their parents where their parents were like oh you can't wear that you're too big to wear that or like their husbands or boyfriends or girlfriends coming in and being like you you can absolutely not wear that look at your roles they're showing like you know what i mean they're like straight up shaming them and bowing down for other people yeah. like get the fuck out of here it's so Bitch, crazy but here's the thing, like kiss my rose, bitch. That's what I was <laughs> even, saying. Even when, even when this is what got me the craziest. Even when their partners, especially the women who have boyfriends and husbands, were not there, these ladies we would be like, "That looks amazing on you." Like, because we didn't make commissions, so we were very honest about the the feedback we gave our customers. That was like one thing I prided in doing too. Was like we would never lie about it. Like, what are you gonna do if you lie about the clothes that you're selling people they're gonna bring it back when somebody else like tells them the truth you know what I'm saying so we would sit there and tell them how beautiful it was but because it was like three inches too short on their legs or show too much arm or it was a crop top or whatever their favorite line was well I don't think my husband or my girlfriend or my boyfriend or whoever would let me wear this out the house and it would drive me crazy that shit has to be taught because we had a um I remember her name because I don't think she would mind a shout out. We had somebody ask about, um, you know, how girls have that running joke, like, oh, honey, does that? And it's like, does your, like, how do you teach that or talk to your kids about that? Oh, yeah, that was the next question. Yeah, are you conscious about that when you're around them? Like, do you talk to your kids about this is your cat? Because that would be for her household. Or um, are you really asking your kid or your spouse or whoever, like, does this make you look fat? You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know why people do that. I don't understand it. I've never asked anyone if something made me look fat, ever. Like, the thing though, I also know that I am fat. Like, so to me- That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's the craziest thing to me. Like, what does that mean? Like, when, 
it's very hard to explain because I don't want to offend anybody, but this is the triangle. So we're going to say what we're going to say. Um, when we, when I used to have plus size girls who come in and was like, I need a layer shirt so that they can't see anything when I put this top on or this dress on or whatever, like, girl, we all know that you're plus size. There's nothing wrong with it. But because society said that there's something wrong with it, they subconsciously or consciously are like, I need an extra layer so that I can hide. All It doesn't matter. At one time, I literally took one of the girls and was like, I want you to try this shirt on without the, the layering piece. Take a photo. Put the layering piece on. Take a photo. And then I want you to see it side by side. I did this a lot with people like a shit time and they would come out and be like i don't need this layer i was like you don't because there is no difference it's all up here it's all in your head like and it's all in your head because there's people around you telling you that you need a cover-up that's what it is if you grew up in an environment where you've been raised like that mm -hmm. um directly or indirectly if you heard your mom talking to her friends or, or dad talking to the mom or vice versa you could end up with a complex that just goes on to what you were experiencing in the shop. Like when I worked at a bridal shop for a couple of years, I would see you there. And I'm like, this girl's goddamn wedding. And y'all are acting a fool about how she looks in a dress, what somebody else considers too sexy, which would always be a thing. And I'm like, what does that even fucking mean? Because again, with body image. So you telling me, and this is no shade against my, my girls, my sisters and everyone who are thinner. So somebody with like a Jennifer Aniston type frame, who are plunging neckline to here, a super short dress, but when my ass does it, I got ass, got thighs, got boobs, and everything else, it's somehow inappropriate. Somehow, now all of a sudden, we have um, full dress code, which to a certain extent need to happen, but you're telling me my shoulders and a spaghetti strap is really going to throw the whole system well. off? Like, all the rest of that shit just really has always bothered me, even in Okinawa, growing up around nothing but smaller, for a lot of Filipino girls that were smaller. Oh, yeah. They was all small. So it's like when you're talking about the skirt needs to hit up to here, it's like, well, on me, that's a little different than on this other person. So uh, that fucks again with the image of yourself. Like, well, maybe I'm not supposed to be wearing sports. And I love sports. But I can't wear sports. <laughs> I can sports. Do people even make squirts anymore? I don't think that's a thing. Either. Honey, I need to bust one out for my birthday. Oh I'm my a... God. They're the most comfortable, but like you. <laughs> but like, so it's, it's like, it's, it's a weird place. Like if you heard your parents say all of that, like, I think I grew up in that typical plus size thing where they'd be like, oh, your face is so cute. If you would lose a little more weight, you would be like, great. No. Or, oh, yes, grandma, parents. Grandma oh, oh. <laughs> Asian grandmas our, don't give a our fuck. Our friend's mom, our friend's mom, CJ. Oh, Poggy. <laughs> Join military. Join military. Join military. You lose weight. You lose weight. I mean, that same mom was like, "Do you want to use the soap to lighten your skin?" Like, it's crazy. Yes. <laughs> but we that's what the, that's the thing to do in the Philippines. That that's was the their thing. thing. Papaya that's soap all the way. Yeah. Like, so like, like, that's a, a lot of, uh, and I don't have a list. I think CJ knows one off the top of her head. I'm a bit funny. Um, but I'm pretty sure that that's a lot of different cultures and country where the lighter, the brighter, the better. Yeah. 
um, that's like a standard, unfortunately. I mean, it's even even in Africa too, because here's the thing: y'all go to the girl like the hair salon, like the hair stores. Sorry, hair stores, and there's an aisle that has skin lightening creams. It ain't about balancing our skin tone. It's about lightening our skin tone. You've seen it. It's skin bleach. And it comes from different countries. It's not, most of those are not made in the USA, but it's definitely. Like trying to get rid of like the rub marks on the top of your toe. That's one thing. Yes. Out like your elbows and knees. I'm about that. So I feel that. Even skin tone, I totally understand. All over your body. Like that. People. They're taking jars of it and putting it all over their fucking body. I remember watching a documentary where this guy was diluting bleach and putting it on his skin because it was it was basically what it was doing was taking layers off of his skin and he was killing himself slowly but surely you know what i'm saying like it's it's i know it's crazy it's never that serious it's It's not we talk to people about that because i feel like it's already a sensitive topic with Mm self-image self-love and all that rest of that stuff and it's very easy today you don't love yourself because you're doing a there are people that'll tell me, well, haven't told me directly, but me as in girls that look like me, you're wearing wigs, anything other than your hair, NDI restyle, you don't love yourself. But it's the European stuff you're buying into. Like people get really <laughs> deep into telling somebody else what their version of self-love is and how they look. So I know for us, if we knew, I just started bleeding all my skin. I came up on the triangle one time with my Latoya Jackson. Y'all better have a powwow with me. Uh, yeah, you about to get an intervention. We're about to fly across this nation. I, <laughs> <laughs> we got we gonna step it into Ohio. Me and D gonna be causing some ruckus. Do people say that anymore? Ruckus. I love saying <laughs> I do too. I love ruckus. I'm uncle named ruckus. No, I'm <laughs> I want I want a puppy named well, ruckus. They love themselves going going to that extreme, even with the surgeries and anything else. Like you really have to. Um, someone had asked that too. What we do for like self. Oh yeah or love exercise whatever you really got to start life into yourself and how you look and how you feel and just accepting where you're at right now you can have your goals and everything else whether it's for vanity or health but it's like don't don't hate yourself no already there it just really it sucks to see that manifested in people it really does so along you know, the same, oh go ahead sorry no i was watching a documentary about um I watch a lot of documentaries. Me too. I'm, I always started out with, I was watching this documentary. <laughs> but yeah, I was watching one. And um, it was about skin lightning in the Caribbean, mm-hmm. which is like huge in Caribbean and Africa. And um, I heard somebody made a, make a comment. And this particular person lived in Jamaica. And they were talking about how they wanted to appear like how the Americans do. He wants to look like, of course, still black. Cause he's black. He's like, but... I want to look like how those American guys look. And I never knew that that was a thing in the Caribbean. Like, I want to look American. It's weird, And right? it's like, what's pushed forward in the media and what's, you know, put up on a pedestal, of course, is the lighter skin. Because we all know, I got some family members that are not light. I'm not going to talk about how dark they are, but they're not light. You know what I'm saying? We come in all different colors and shades, but they, and their assumption is, if you're from America, if you're black, you're lighter, you're brighter than the average black person from another country, which is... Isn't that so weird? So far from true. Like so even in Japan, when you watch like those comedy shows that are terrible, um, but when they do parodies of foreigners, especially Americans, it's always white. It's mm-hmm. and then if they do black people, it's uh, we not even go go there because that's a whole another two hour yeah. session. Um, 
the, I just saw that they did a Broadway version of Driving Mrs. Daisy in Japan, and they blackfaced the fucking guy. So, yeah. They did it? Oh, yes, no. Because they, <laughs> they don't understand the culture. They don't. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah. They don't get it. <laughs> it's so bad, though. And then, like, who's holding you accountable? And what's the punishment? But, so here's the thing. So this is, this is why it's so important for people to understand that different societal standards exist, especially in foreign countries. Because in America, there's so many different types of people who live here. Most other countries that you go to, 90% of the people who live there are of that place. So if you go to Japan, 90% of those people are Japanese. You go to China, 90% Chinese. You go to Europe, 90% European. You know what I'm saying? America mm-hmm. is the weirdest country, if you think about it. I think second close running, runners up would be Canada with a melting pot. These, these two countries yeah. are the only places where you can find this many different diverse people in such large numbers that clash so much. Because in Japan, when they do stuff like blackface, or and they don't know i say they don't know any better i feel like they should because it's 2019 but right. they don't know any better but they, they don't because there's not enough black people to raise awareness there like there is here does that make sense I, it makes sense but then it doesn't because i almost feel like there's an air of who gonna check me boo because i'm like ain't no fucking way that's but that's not it though because like, in- i almost feel like more than one person would have to know in this day and age all these phones okay also- but Going on. Like, how Let me put it this way. Other stuff, but not that. That's TV talking. shows in America. You can have the Spanish channels, Chinese channels. You can watch Pinoy channels. You can watch, like, you know what I'm saying? TV. That's a really good place to see what you got there in Japan. Unless there's a base, there are no American channels. Think about it, because they don't cater to us. Okay, so really, does that make sense? It doesn't. It doesn't to me only because I'm like, okay, how are, and you have to help me with this. Okay. This is my ignorance. No, it's good. It's good conversation. How do they know about the celebrities maybe they know about and the TV shows and the movies associated with that? Because yeah, there may not be a 24 hour station that's going to be like a BET over there, Mm -hmm. but it's like, but you know who stars, like a Denzel Washington. No, I got something for that one. I got something for that one. Catch this though. I was watching this. Um, it was similar to like a BuzzFeed type of video where they interview different people asking questions about celebrities, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the celebrities that they were talking about was Beyonce. Now mm-hmm. mind you, this is all in Korea. And um, they were talking about their opinions of these celebrities. So they brought up um, like Kylie Jenner. And it's crazy. Like, you know, they all knew these names, but it's a lot of stuff that they don't know. Like Kylie Jenner, they're like, oh, it's crazy. Like, I feel like she's trying to be Kim Kardashian. They're like, well, you know, that's Kim Kardashian's sister. They're like, what? Yeah, they don't. Oh, that's why. So catch this. The next one they brought up was Beyonce. And they were like, oh, I think she's beautiful. I think she's this. I think she's that. They're like, but she should lay off the tanning. She's going to like hurt herself on that. They're like, um, she's black. And they're like, they what? thought that's a white person. A lot of the They look like you're from. Now, with you saying Korea, what was crazy about that is because I was thinking that when CJ was talking about everything she was in Japan, because I was like, maybe in North Korea, I could understand this given dynamics right but i'm like i'm not understanding that because where d is talking about is south korea it ain't north korea yeah i'm not talking north i'm talking about south korea okay so this is somebody who's like pop culture is everywhere in south korea south culture or pop culture is everything in korea and the reason why the fact that he didn't even didn't even that's what i mean to think that she was black is you know obviously they really don't know 
there's a uh, plus size girl named um, Naomi Watanabe. She does the SK2 commercial with what's his face, the guy, the white guy, white gay guy that sings with all these celebrities in the cars. What's his name? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know who I I'm forgot talking? what he did. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Like, so the he has an SK2 Uber driver, or whatever. I think so, isn't he? I didn't. I thought James Corden had a wife. Does he? I was. No. I really want to say he does only because I was shocked as well. I did a horrible okay. My bad, James. My bad. But so James Corden has a SK2 uh, commercial with the girl I'm talking about. She does impersonations. She's called the Beyonce of Japan. Like so I think I've seen her. I've seen her. Oh my God. She's that's his wife? Are you sure that's not his beard? Well, you know what? I'd have to text her and see what she says, but <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, let me not, let me not go. <laughs> but so my, my point was that she, she does the Beyonce of Japan situation and she did everything that we totally trashed Taylor Swift for because she copied HBCU stuff, right? But in Japan, nobody called her out because there's nobody to call her out, there's not anybody there who understands that HBCU is a um, societal thing for the Black community. They probably don't even know what that stands for. As a matter of fact, like most white people you don't. You know what? I'm going to give you that because I mentioned an HBCU around some of my white friends and she genuinely was like, huh? And I was like, oh my God. And that was here. Yes. So, yeah. So, right. yeah, people don't know. No. And then the fact that we took it so far as to like, calling out Taylor Swift on it, but people still don't know what that stands for is mind boggling. So if that's happening here, then overseas, girl, that's like nothing. Like they, they, yeah. they don't know. Like I I remember um everybody looks the same to them. You know how people always joke that Asians look the same and whatever? It's the opposite is true over there. Yeah. All the white people look the same. You you, I remember taking one of my where they said they say we look all the same and they literally lined up. Yeah, they do the same. It's so funny to me because I hear it from both sides. But I literally took one of my exes to a family gathering and they swore he looked like a celebrity. And I was like, you are out of your mind. I was like, he's he looks like no one that I know except for himself. Like, not not he looks like himself. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm just saying, no, I mean, I was dating him, so it was okay, but what I'm saying is, like, to them, he looked like a foreign person, okay, here's a good example, I was watching this show on the Japanese channel, and there were, like, mixed people, like me, and a few foreigners who learned Japanese, like, you guys, who speak, <laughs> and they were talking about how this is going to sound terrible. I'm going to say it anyway, because we don't hold back. How, you know how they have like the otaku groups of people overseas. If you don't know what otaku is, it's like, uh, it's, it's a people weird don't People don't know. Explain it. Otaku is like the whole like nerd community, well, geek community of Japan. Um, I know here people think it's cool to be otaku. Back home, it's not cool to be otaku. Just so you know, like otaku is not cool in Japan where it originated. Somehow overseas being nerdy and geeky is cool. So everybody here is like, oh, I'm an otaku for this and for Dragon Ball or whatever. Um, it's supposedly cool here. So what happens is because the standard, <laughs> I think D knows where I'm going with this. A lot of 
like I've seen a lot of Japanese girls in, in my area date a whole bunch of like guys that we would consider here we go the rating system we was considered a three or below because they can't tell the difference between a hot white guy or hot black guy hot you know foreign guy all they see is foreign they foreign. don't know all they it's a different standard it's a different standard yes so they, yeah so it would be the equivalent of screech from saved by the bell going to japan and banging a whole bunch of girls now, now bringing that back around then is what is screech on the scale one to ten i mean in my opinion <laughs> He not even She's a screech. <laughs> if I'm honest, if I'm honest to myself, he wouldn't be even considered on the scale. He would like fall off the charts, not in a good way. Not in a good way. So there's there's but what I'm saying is that wasn't the example that I was giving. Like I'm I'm saying like he would be considered like <laughs> the same as Chris Hemsworth coming over yeah. to see right and but we saw that though living yeah you know like on the bases close on to the, the bases, bases you see we would see couples that were like guys we're like what is happening here her? like, I mean he must have bar he bar oh yeah bar. people used to say that That's all the time you, yeah people would say that because there's like there's no way like there's no way yeah. It was so crazy. Right. It was so mean now that we think about it. It was so mean. Was it mean or was it true? Like, I mean, is it mean if it's true? I mean, <laughs> this, is this is why we don't have other friends, isn't it? This is why we only have a limited amount of friends because uh, we're terrible. Just a handful. Just a handful. But that's all Just you need. Just a handful. Quanti quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. That's I mean to to consolidate all of that. It's just that if you're overseas, you don't understand like the connotations that come with cultural and racial stuff. So they don't understand to separate it out. Mm -hmm. Have a barbecue or something and get all your folks. Oh no, I mean <laughs> that's like I remember watching this weird YouTube like clip where. I think they were in like Korea and this guy had a mask on and with a hoodie and ran up to this old lady. And oh, was like, I saw that. And then she was like, oh, and then ha ha ha, started laughing. He took his mask off. He was black and that scared her more than the mask did. No, <laughs> I saw that. I'm logging I saw that shit. She yeah. said, I'm logging off. Come back, Brandy. Come back. Yeah. <laughs> she always got her shades ready. Right. Ready. ready to go. I'm calling an Uber right now. I don't know. Wait, <laughs> Were you not home? Where are you going? No, well, I am home. I <laughs> just need to leave. I'm going overseas to re-educate people. <laughs> it was, it was just the craziest thing. And you know, like, that's that's another thing. Um, I think I saw... Um, what do we got time for? Um, let's do, like, one quick one. Ooh, how do you feel about Photoshop and filters? How do you Photoshop feel and filters? As long as the Photoshop enhances what's already there, mm -hmm. and maybe you uh, got bit by a mosquito that morning, and you have like a gigantic red bump on your forehead, and you need to take it off, that out, then that that's cool or whatever. But if you got yourself looking like a whole other motherfucker, that's when dude, you get smacked across I literally face. like for real, like without even thinking about this topic the other day. I watched this girl make a YouTube video with all the filters at 100% on her phone. And she looked like an anime character. It was the craziest See? thing. And, but, what if that's what she was going for? 
I think, well, she was talking about how a lot of the Asian IGs look like that, which is true. I'm not going to lie. Like, and then when you meet the person, you're like, that's yeah. not you. That's not who yeah. I saw. And people want to figure out why they get ghosted. You got ghosted because <laughs> <laughs> the person that exactly I see in the picture, when I meet up with you, it's like, what the fuck? Well, okay. To when you get ghosted after the first date, that's probably what happened. You had too many filters. But you know what? That's why you do like, um, God, what is it called? You have yourself a pre-date via Skype or something. The pre-date. Some shit okay. cannot filter out. Um, no. I saw this lady basically catfishing this man. Um, not saying that age is like, age difference is a bad thing, but old girl had two spotlights. She had like the the blurring makeup on and then she had like one of the soft lights from below to Skype the guy that she was talking to online. Like, yes, they still do. <laughs> they filter in real life. Because well, I was talking all that took care of all her wrinkles. Like, I was like, of course, I was speaking more from my experience. I don't feel like, and then that goes into men. Um, I haven't run across men where it's that serious in that sense. Mm-hmm. And I know not just a female thing, but I, um, but that is kind of crazy. My IG, for example, I I use filters sometimes, but there's other times like you want to post my workout video this morning. I don't give a fuck. Like right. I don't have makeup like five days out of the week I'm not wearing makeup. I don't mind doing videos or posting pictures where my hair is looking like A, B, and C or my face is looking like because that's that's how you look. I think you know what I mean? Like I think most people are not like that though, to be honest. They're like, really not. And I do it on purpose because most people aren't like that. You know what I don't like? And I'm not telling people to stop giving me compliments because I'm lettish. <laughs> but I don't I don't like when I'll have females either in my inbox. Uh, not that I'm into women, not that there's anything wrong with that. All right, segueing back. I I don't like feeling, oh, you're so perfect. Oh, you always look so on point. And it's like, no. Um, like, if you pay attention to what I post, whether it's Facebook or IG, I have where I'm not all together. Or I have my stretch marks out. Or I'm not wearing spanks. Or the pictures I posted over last weekend, I got rolls showing on the side. I don't give a fuck in the best way possible. I still like how I look. Mm-hmm. From how I put myself together and I want everyone else to feel that way and I feel like the only way that happens besides people doing their inner work is if they see more of it because most people are all fucked up because they keep seeing things over and over again so see somebody you know um without the makeup without the social with the roles with the natural hair sometimes whatever just to see that hey I'm okay with looking however I look when I look it you can be okay with how you look it's it's I think it's harder for females than males because of the makeup stuff too like have you seen those makeup like undoing the makeup which I think is really cool where they like peel the tape off their chins that shit is crazy crazy. I said what the what does it go what it does is oh here I can show you because I have chubby cheeks I have chubby cheeks so what happens is it does this like (laughs) what do you take you're taping up this right here like, if you guys are listening, you should go watch. To the back of your neck? Like, <laughs> I think like yeah, they go behind the ear and it pulls everything. But so, like, to me, it's a little extreme. Like, also, like, well, they there's a special tape that they sell now that's supposed to be invisible to your skin. So it's hard to tell even in real life. And then 
most of them wear their hair down next to it, so you can't really. Oh, so you can't see that fat ass crease that's gonna be right there. When you like that shiny ass crease. Watch a season of Drag Race. You're gonna see everything she's talking about. Yes, you need to watch some RuPaul. It's all just watch a season of it. but that's the thing like to me it's a lot like i feel like i no no shade to all the girls who love makeup and do this because i love makeup too but i cannot i for one i don't have time to contour and shit like it's not i can't do it i can't have stuff on my face i I don't wear foundation i can't do it i feel like it clogs all my pores and it just like I do, I do a lot of eye makeup, my brows, I got a little cheek on and my lippies. That's it. little highlighter. But I mean, it's each to his own, but I feel like some people go to the extreme, like, like I said, with the taping or they build their noses now, like. I've seen them peel it. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? They were, they were literally coming off like clay. But, like so, clay that's, so that's the thing. I'm like, if is it makeup or like is it like science fiction makeup at this point? Oh, is it like movie makeup? Like, yeah, but they're means. wearing it every day. <laughs> it's like they're cosplaying a different bitch. I don't have every time day. for that. How do people find time for this? Like, I was just telling one of my girlfriends because we were reminiscing about college days, and I was like, I remember going to like UTSA, and one of my first classes was at like six thirty in the morning, and these bitches was up there with full face of makeup, heels, all the things. I'm over here with the visor, fucking the t-shirt I rolled out in last night, you know, going to class, and I'm like, no shade to them, but I just don't think I have it in me to wake up at four a.m. to put on two hours worth of makeup to be at school by six thirty. Like I wore pajamas to college every day. Exactly. Exactly. Does it count if you're wearing pajamas like online college? Because I didn't go to like same shit. Same thing. Same thing. If I needed to look a certain way or a certain thing or whatever, but yeah, that's one thing. Reason why I don't wear makeup every day because my schedule's all over the place. I don't have it in me. The majority of the time when I'm like having to host and do that, I know I have to go back into pitch. I have to look a certain way to represent I'm working at. Mm-hmm. So I know what that look consists of. And I don't mind it because I feel like I look good, but I think it comes down to I feel like you should feel as you feel in the heels, with the fangs, the wig or the makeup, the like whatever. You should feel that good with that shit in without it. And I think the problem becomes when you're that dependent on the filters on the surgery, on the extra thing. When you don't feel like, man, without this, I'm not that. Well, that's That's the thing. That's the thing. Like I, you know, it kind of leads back to, I think we talked about it on one of our last couple episodes or something where these girls are filtering their skin so dark that people thought they were black or they're filtering them so lightly that you thought they were Caucasian or, you know what I mean? And like, there's a big thing going on right now in the k-pop community because a lot of those k-pop boys are actually brown because they're asian (laughs) and and if you look at all the posts and pictures that you see on posters and things like that they are whitewashed completely right the sun does not touch that right and and uh, some of them really are that pale and that's okay but some of the guys are now trying to protest the companies that are whitewashing them out because they're like you see them i think i was watching bts on like one of the late night shows i was like wait two of those dudes are like brown like 
Did they get a tan? No. That's their fucking skin color because they're fucking Asian from the other side. Like, <laughs> like you were saying, but it's still pushing that image that anything that's the closer to white, the better you are. And it's like, it's ridiculous. And of course, I, I hope just in my lifetime where that stops. But when you're going on centuries of how you just ingrained and embedded many different ways, many different cultures, it's really, it's genius and fucked up at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's still works for the people that put this into play from Jim Crow lost everything else. Um it still works for them as fucked up as it is that, but it's like yes. it's it's messed up for everyone else that the further you are away from that, it almost seems like the more you have to do to mm-hmm. be accepted in certain circles. And I know you feel it because you're you're a brown girl, you have big curly hair natural and it's like that's the furthest on the scale of, you know, white girl. And I remember my friends about this because a game night got real political out of nowhere one time and you know I don't star shit I definitely don't stop this shit <laughs> you know, I was like ding, ding, let's go then and just as an experiment I said well I want everybody here and of course I'm the only black person mm-hmm. you know, everybody here to close your eyes and I was like I want you to image of your head of a perfect American girl and describe her to me I bet you she doesn't look like me I don't even need y'all to tell me right what the image was in your head. I know she doesn't look like me. Because when you say all American girl or all American guy, it is not me and me. It's not. It's varsity blues. (laughs) And I'm like, and there's nothing wrong with the people that look like that. It's just one of those things, tired of that narrative. Tired of that And it's it's toxic. We're probably like more American than other people that are here that consider themselves more American. American. We've American. been here the longest. Like, all this other than, you know what I'm Our saying? ancestors like, built it. We built yeah, it. <laughs> like, they built I'm it. I'm say we've been here the longest, but we, we was here at the beginning. We was yeah. here to build the shit. And it's, I mean, I mean there's, a, there's a reason why there's a term called token black person. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. Like, it's because it's not all American, which is crazy. Like it's and really and and it's like I said, if you go into most foreign countries and you say, "Hey, can you draw an American for me?" It's mostly going to be blonde, blue eyed, like time. It is. It always is, whether it's male or female. And they're probably going to have. That's why we're, we're fighting so hard and it's just the way. Uh, whether it's in like the serious uh, TV shows and outlets or whether it's all this like superhero shit and everything else we're like we're not playing when it comes to imagery because I know how powerful imagery is and I know what it does the psyche of somebody up and a lot of people all they see is all this shit and everything on the TV so it's always seeing the white girl the white boy being thrown the princess and the, and the person that gets all the benefits and you're the sidekick all the fucking time I mean we so can't even you're the funny person but oh you're the fat girl friend because you're not the don't get to yeah. be I mean, like, oh, what was it? How, one of the girls who was saying, uh, one of the models were talking, actually more than one of the models, a lot of plus size models were talking about how they go to casting and they always have to be the happy fat girl that like literally by the photographer, you know, they always put on like pink cheeks, pink lipstick and like a fresh face. And that's all they got for big girls. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. There's like gothy girls. There's like rocker girls. There's like posh girls, classics, you know, like it's, it's, it is fucked up. Well, I mean, I don't want to go too long, but 
Um, any final thoughts for part one? Because I think we have to come back because there's a shit ton more questions. Yeah, we definitely got to come back to this one. Because there's a couple of things I want to, like I said, I want to get into like the male aspect of body positivity because that's, I think, is a big thing that people usually don't talk about uh, on, on, the, on the real or mainstream. Um, it's starting to in the plus community because I follow a lot of plus stuff like I see it but I know that when I talk to my straight sized friends about it they're like clueless I mean it's just like the you think like people are clueless if they're not already into that so I kind of want to talk about that anything else you guys got for the day um, I know someone wrote about um and I, I'm sorry D, I know it's kind of put you out automatically but they were talking about uh how you feel about your body after giving birth. I was like, damn, that's a good one. Oof. Right. It's <laughs> rough. I was like, think about that. Because I know there's a difference between like C-section body and when you actually do the vaginal canal thing. That's a whole, like that's 10 minutes. We. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know anything about pushing your baby out of the patch. So. Oh, did you have a C-section? I had a C-section. Ooh, yeah. So we're going to talk about it. And Dee's just going to stare at us while we talk <laughs> about pushing babies. <laughs> I'll do all the visuals. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Interpretive dance that shit out. Yeah. Okay. Bring a baby doll next week, Dee, so we can do this. Uh, so you can participate also when we talk about the... the I'll bring my nephew. Oh, no. No. Oh, the little one. The little one. Um, so guys if you have I guess since we're continuing if there's any more questions or comments or shit you want us to talk about or that we talked about that you didn't like let us know um, if you're listening to us on a podcast platform make sure that you subscribe so you get our new episodes every Thursday at noon central time same thing with our YouTube if you're watching us like comment and subscribe and hit that bell for the oh, notification button it hit it do it you know you love us you want to look at these <laughs> but if that is all that's a wrap and we'll be back next week we'll see you guys next week bye, bye.